everyone. Welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Matt, and we are here today with the set review. Joining me is, uh, well, first of all, uh, what's your name again? Hi, I'm Rupier. We've rode the Atlas off the island again. Haha, <laughs> got him. <laughs> and we have a couple special guests today. Uh, one of our friends is uh, Chris. He'll say hello, Chris. Hello. He plays uh, Much Genesis. And the other one is James, who is our angel feather expert. Say hello, James. Or like enthusiast. Or yeah, very much enthusiast. James person. has uh, James has been playing Angel Feather since basically as long as I know the guy. Uh, yeah. I've sat through many twenty-minute no sale turns on my turn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I asked him. We went to like me, you, and Alex went to Fame Broiler, and I was like, "Hey, how can I improve my deck?" And we just played, and I just remember you were just like. Please crit every single time you got to check. <laughs> I just want, I just want it to die. <laughs> but uh, so today we're doing the set review for Divine Lightning Radiance. I feel like they just like throw words that are like throw darts and pick words. I think it's yeah. like based off the clans, like the like. I don't know. Radiance, I think, is like so. Radiance is gold. Lightning is Narukami. Divine is Genesis. And the Angel uh, Feather, I guess. Somewhere. Divine, divine or God. Radiance could be Angel Feather. Right, they they just picked words that applied to all of the clans, yeah, and then just shoved them into a word salad on the title. So we should start with our scissor wielding uh, friend. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, the way this works for first time viewers is we. Review all the cards from the VRs down to the double Rs, and then any notable rares or commons. Oh, right. I forgot to mention that. My fault. Thank you. I'm not used to this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, shall we begin? Okay. So, uh, uh, James? James? Yeah. So, so, continuous? Yeah, I'm talking. Oh, oh we can't really hear you right now. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, so the first card is Black Shiver Gavrail. And it's um the VR for it's the new VR for Angel Feather. It's grade three, 12k with gift. And it has two skills. First skill is continuous Vanguard Circle. During your turn, if a total of three or more new cards were put into any player's damage zone this turn, all of your front row units gets plus 10k power. And its second skill is act vanguard circle. Uh, once per turn, cost, counter blast one, and soul blast one. Return a card from your damage zone to your hand, put a card from your damage zone on the bottom of your deck, and deal this unit two damage. Oh, mm -hmm. that, so it basically pluses a card and counter charges you one? Mm -hmm. Sort of? Yeah. Well, I guess if you activate this with um, only one damage, it actually deals damage to you. Yeah. I've had that situation come up in playtesting. I find <laughs> that most of the time, it's better to just take the extra damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because no, well, Angel, because of some other card, specifically this one card in the deck, you kind of want to be at, you kind of want your damage to go up a bit more quickly. Mm -hmm. And like, compared to before previously with Angel Feather, um, Angel Feather is standard got, like, a lot of weird stuff compared to what they usually had. Like, their ability to toolbox from the damage zone was, like, super weak previous to this. You only had, like, two two okay cards and a bunch of bad cards to do that with. Mm -hmm. um, but now, like, 
the deck is actually really good at getting cards out of the damage zone. So taking going from one to two on your own turn is like not terrible because you have you, you have a lot more ways to utilize that extra damage now, I which see. is like can be can be pretty important for like some big plays that this deck can do uh, for like mm -hmm. big combo we plays. But notably, notably different from this VR and many other VRs that come out recently is that it doesn't help you multi-attack. And no sure other does. card in this, uh, no other Angel Feather card for Gabriel lets you multi-attack. Um, Which is kind of strange, but all right. Yeah, it's. I, I think they're trying to go for... I don't know if they're trying now suddenly to slow down for a deck that they advertise as really aggressive. Um, uh, but... And the 10k power is like pretty nice, but I think maybe it could be higher. But from playtesting, um, this card is like not, I don't think it's necessarily one that should be like dismissed right off the bat because it doesn't, it just doesn't do what normal, what we see VRs are doing nowadays, which are just like, you know, multi-attack finishers or lead up to the finisher. Mm -hmm. This card, I think is after like playing it, it feels a lot more like something like Zerakil where it doesn't like, it's not meant to be the finisher. But it's supposed to be something that makes your deck run very smoothly. And like I said, there's a lot of ways to take cards out of your damage zone now. And this card just kind of like cycles through your deck, can cycle through your deck very fast. And honestly speaking, the counter charge is pretty relevant in this deck in particular for one particular card. Mm -hmm. um, and counter charging is actually, they made it actually pretty rare for Angel Feather to go neutral and counter blast or counter charge in uh, in standard like all the counter cards are actually awful uh besides like besides i guess metatron if you use her pseudo rescue skill all right she has that yeah <laughs> um and like uh and then like but there's a lot of cards that cost net counter blast that are actually that have been relevant in a standard so the counter charge is actually useful and, I, and now angel Fender has a really strong counter charge engine now in case we ever have any like counter heavy counter blast heavy cards yeah and we can kind of expand on those when we get to them yeah yeah mm -hmm. so overall this card was generally underestimated on release i think there are problems with this card but i think that its role is different from most what most other vrs are so it's harder to judge especially because like it does have like small synergies with the rest of the deck that kind of add up together kind of like Zeracule. um mm -hmm. but one thing i will say about gavril is that of all, of all the angel feather decks i've played this is my least favorite to play. Interesting. Oh. And even less than Malkuth? Yes, Malkuth was fine. I like uh, that card. I think that card is just a lot of value. I, I, I like Malkuth. Malkuth felt like I was playing uh, Granblue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, my, my problem with this is like not necessarily if it's strong or good, why I don't like playing it, or it's my least favorite. Besides like Urgadil, because I just thought Urgadil's set was trash, so I just never played pure Urgadil. <laughs> um, uh, the problem with it is this is literally anxiety the deck um because all you do is like you have to pretty much angel feather has a lot of ways to dig for cards and get triggers as well as cards you need in your damage zone so every single game you're going to come into a situation like okay i need a trigger or i need this one certain card or these certain 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 types of cards and you're just going to dig and every time you check the top deck of your card the top card of your deck to put into the damage zone it's like is it it is it it is it it and then it's like it's like playing a gacha game, but like when you get like a high rarity thing in a gacha game, it's special, right? 
But when you mm-hmm. get what you want, what you what you want in um, playing Gavrail, that's what your deck is supposed to do. So it's not even special. Um, All right. So let's keep it moving, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, well, well, don't worry. We'll talk about a lot more Angel for the cards and be able to like put together a picture by the end. So the mm-hmm. next card, the next VR is for Gold Paladin. Uh, it's Sunrise Ray Knight Gurgut. Uh, this guy again. Uh, Hello. He was a TD card before. Now he's uh, now he's a VR. <laughs> got him. So he's a continuous on Vanguard Circle. Uh, during your turn, if your opponent's Vanguard is grade three or greater, this unit and all units placed by a card's ability this turn get power plus five thousand for each of your addi- additional rearguard circles. Um, so it's units that are already placed, I presume, right? All of your units placed by a card's ability this turn. Is it units that have already been placed or units that are? That is a good question. Hmm. I th- I think they are trying to say, like, new cards you call this turn by card ability, but, like... That's really bad wording, in, at least in the translation. Yeah. Um, we will figure that out, but, uh... Yeah, I thought it was... I was really confused before, and now I'm still confused. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm going to assume that it gives units that you place later with a card's ability also a 10k. Mm-hmm. Or it just checks, or maybe it just, it was a continuous, so it can just check if, has it been placed by card's ability? Yes, no, 10k. Or yeah. 5k. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Alright, so I, for some reason I thought it was like an auto or something, I don't know. Yeah, I even said continuous. And then it has an yeah. auto on Vanguard Circle, which is the sweet part. When it attacks or is attacked... You can counter blast one, look at top five cards in your deck, and call up to two of them to rearguard circle and shuffle your deck. If it's your opponent's turn, you can call them to guard circle instead of rearguard circle. Or you have to call them guard circle instead of rearguard circle. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Oh. This is fucking good. I like it. Defensive card design. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it still has like a relevant atta- effect on attack to generate extra yeah. attacks. Yeah. It's giving those cards power. It's doing all the things you want to do. This card just seems good. Yep. Pretty much. More defenses oh. than Angel Feather for some reason. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I like how they just got one one set of like defensive sets and everything else they just pushed towards aggressive for like no reason. Yeah, this card I I just think is like really fitting of Gold Paladin. And do uh, in particular. Yeah, and it's really nice. Uh, yeah, I think it's good. Any other comments on this card? I think I don't think I, I mean there's not much here, but it's like just really simple but really solid. Yeah, yeah this is just a really solid card. It's not pretty self-evident, I would say. The only thing is like, well, your opponent's grade three or greater. All right, Chris. <laughs> uh, you get two I'm, of them. Yes, I have two VRs. It's Christmas for me. So we have. Holy Heavenly Dragon, Aosana Seas Dragon. Um, and what this card does is it has a continuous on Vanguard Circle. If your Vanguard Circle has five or more first, um, Force Markers, your back row center rear guard circle becomes an Astral Plane. It is an Astral Poet. Cool. Neat. Auto, on Vanguard or rear guard Circle, which is the interesting part, when placed, Counterblast 1, search your deck for up to one Astral Deity, Reveal it and put it into your hand. Shuffle your deck, and if you put a card into your hand, get an imaginary gift force and put that marker on your vanguard circle. Hmm. Jesus Christ, that does so much. And then when it just couldn't get any sweeter, auto 
discard circle, when placed, costs discard an astral poet or astral deity from your hand, and one of your units cannot be hit until the end of that battle. What is Jesus this? Christ! <laughs> this card is funny because there was not—I don't think there was a way to actually search the astral deity before. You had to like—it was, it was like a check top seven, I think. Yeah, it was, mm -hmm. it was, the, it was the um deputized bear. Yeah, and so there was like a chance to like randomly miss. Yeah. Or like randomly not be able to find it, and you, you feel really dumb because you're playing this deck that only does this one thing, and you can't even find the thing you're supposed to do. <laughs> and this mm -hmm. card just says, "Not no, just get it." Also, four skip, which is really <laughs> yep. funny. It's like, really this deck is kind of outdated now, <laughs> but, like, it's still really amusing. <laughs> it's, but, like, uh, it's a PG that is not a Sentinel, which is, like, pretty damn relevant. Yeah, that's yes. big, actually. That's, that's actually massive. really sweet. Yeah. But it is very restricted on what you can discard. Because you have to discard mm -hmm. a grade 3, basically, or the grade 5. Uh, 12 grade 3 Genesis deck, let's go? <laughs> uh, yeah. A grade <laughs> yeah, 3 is what you run. All the astral um, poets. Um, you, have I would actually, poets. you have twelve astral poets. I'd I'd actually probably run Aosonesis, um, the newest Uranus, and probably the on place Soul Blast two Uranus at a TD one. I probably would not touch you mean Uranus. The... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I probably... So basically, you're just gonna get all up in Uranus. <laughs> I see. I... That being said, I probably wouldn't touch the, um... The, the old dragon. dragon? Yeah. I don't know. That card just feels very middling to me in this deck. Like, Reasonable. I wouldn't want to be on it. Ever. Yeah, that card's pretty whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you can... And the old, uh, the TD Uranus gives us um, force on, uh, on uh, Rearguard as well, right? Yeah. Because you can, like... It's, it's like Soul Blast 2 or something? Yeah. Soul Blast 2, get an astral... I mean, get a, um... Force Gift. Yeah, this card does a lot. I think it's, uh, really neat. It has ways to power out gifts. It has the correct trait, which is relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and a random PG on Guard Circle? Yeah, which, again... Underutilized card design. Please, more Bushi. I love it. Can we give this, like, Protect decks or something like that? That seems pretty relevant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, protect gifts being a sentinel has been a thing since like the beginning of this game and they just keep printing sentinel it's like here we'll print this thing that's another perfect guard but it's a sentinel also in the he first set of the game we will print a sentinel restrict well that they did do that <laughs> they did in fact do that do we have uh any more discussion on a ao I can't pronounce this shit. Too many vowels, dragon. E-dragon. <laughs> E-dragon. Streaming games. Redox. Blaster. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, there's no other thing. Then I'll move on to Fenrir, then. The war criminal. <laughs> Stop it, James. He's... Yes, he committed war crimes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to main the War Criminal deck, okay? I will openly admit... I'll main the I... Black deck. Aww. Uh, <laughs> Black is a, a subclan slash archetype now, just saying. But go on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Mythic Beast Fenrir. For the first time ever, they managed to do this card good since its first iteration, by the way. Let what? me just... Uh, hold on, hold on. I, I want to stop you there. The second Fenrir they made on Rearguard Circle was nuts. 
what? <laughs> yeah, the card's just good. I mean... And the Fenrir, the Fenrir GR was also nuts. No, the Fenrir card GR was, actually was good. Broken. Actually Fenrir, broken. That Fenrir GR was good, but like, I... I don't know about that grade three. Like, yeah, grade three's fine. There's nothing wrong with that card. <laughs> it's all right. Card. That's all I you needed it, it to do. That's fair, but yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> Go it was fine. Sorry about that. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. All right. At Vanguard Circle, once per turn, cost Soul Blast one or more cards. Search your deck for up to one card with the same grade as the sum of the grades of the cards Soul Blast for this cost. Reveal it and put it into your hand. And shuffle your deck and call your, a card from your hand to Rearguard Circle. Mm-hmm. Auto Vanguard Circle, once per turn. When your card is put from your soul into your drop zone, cost Counter Blast 1 and call one of those cards to Rearguard Circle. Alright. Mm-hmm. Auto Vanguard Circle. When it attacks, costs Soul Blast 1, and this unit gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. So the real skill is on attack, Soul Blast 1, Counter Blast 1, get 10k, call something. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So it can multi attack. Yes. It does multi attack. You know, I just want to say, when I first read this card, I had forgotten that they changed the once per turn ruling at the start of Viera, and I thought Fenrir was just absolutely horrible for a second before I remembered (laughs) that it changed. I think because the clan is so split, like, this doesn't work well with any of the astral stuff. Oh, God. So, like, basically, all of the old grade 3s this clan has are just, like, irrelevant to Fenrir. And that's kind of the issue is that you're kind of doomed to call whatever sweet cards of, you know, what are in this set specifically. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what you're looking at. And so we're, so it's good to keep in mind, you know, the cards we start seeing later of how good this skill is, but as, as like a front, as like a front end ability, I think it's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, pr- it's a pretty good ability in my opinion. Um, the ability to just search a, like a card from deck is also pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been playtesting it with it a lot, and it it, it it really comes in handy um, in a lot of cases. We'll talk about it later, but it definitely comes in handy. Tutoring a card mm-hmm. from your deck comes in handy? Who would have thought? Right? So you can soul... The same grade as the sum of the cards. So you have to soul blast a trigger in order to search a trigger. Yeah. If you need mm-hmm. to search a PG or something stupid. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Alright. Alright. Yeah. Anyone have any other opinions on this card? Oh. Not really. Not right. really. I think it's cool. uh, pretty. I think it's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty neat too. It's right. just what I wanted. Oh, Luard, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And something. <laughs> yeah. That, and we should talk about something that uh, Ripper wanted, presumably. Dragonic <laughs> <laughs> Vanquisher Full Bronto. I would shout the Full Bronto, but I'm tired and I don't feel like it right now. This card. This unit is also regarded as Dragonic Vanquisher because Bushiroad printed cards that needed specifically Dragonic Vanquisher. Uh, auto, when placed, all your front row units get plus 10,000. And then auto, when bound from your hand during your turn, if your vanguard is Dragonic Vanquisher, so himself or the old one, discard uh, a card from a hand, ride this card to stand, and this unit gets drive minus one. During your end phase, you cannot get an Excel gift, and 
You ride a grade three from Sola's rest on hard once per turn. Hmm. I mean, this this is just kind of revealing some of the short sightedness Bushi had during Dragon's Vanity, where a lot of the cards needed specifically the grade three they printed in that set, which is like yeah. super annoying. But I don't know how I feel about this card. Like, it does rewrite itself, so you have a restanding Vanguard. It makes up, the, it gives 10k to your front row, so it's still giving power. So if you rode on top of the old Vanquisher, you can make up for the loss of the continuous skill. And it doesn't have any bind requirements like the old one, so as long as you can find a way to bind it from hand, it'll always work. How good are the ways to bind it from hand? There are a few, but you, but you still want to play the great other great three, right, Jaggy? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I think but you how, have to play Jaggy Shot. I don't know if you want to play the old Vanquisher. Is the problem? Oh, that's. But you have to play. Like, what do you also you? No, your Vanguard has to be Draconic Vanquisher. So yeah, then... count. I mean, full Bronto yeah, count yes. for. So you so you want to play more than four? Yeah. Because you want to draw like two of them. Yeah. And so the then you also want to play Jaggy Shot. This is just a lot of grade threes, which don't work well. Like, you need. There's just so many cards that you need in this deck. Yeah. It's like, mm. and then. Like, even like, then, like, the. The synergy with the old Vanquisher just isn't really there because. Dear God, do you not want to rewrite this card off of Vanquisher's act ability? Just. Just don't. And then. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then also, oh, like, you're just kind of trading out the buff, because, like, riding two full Brontos during a turn, you can potentially get 20k to your front row. You'd have to set up your board beforehand, but it is theoretically possible, where with Old Vanquisher, you, like, have 10k, probably just for, like, Vanguard and Jaggy Sh and maybe, like, whatever your handbind attack is, and then... You have to like substitute the 10k with this new Vanquisher because the old one was a continuous. It's just weird. And I feel like you don't really want to ride the old one if you can set up a board properly beforehand. Hmm. But then it has to like live on your ride phase. Yeah. I think it's like this card, all it does is rescan itself pretty much. You have power, yep. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like old Vanquisher, you need to bind three cards before you get that 10k. So you know what this card reminds me of? Great Daisha. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say that. Except Man. it loses a drive for some reason. Yeah. You have to discard a card for the old Dai for Great Daisha. Write it from hand. Yeah, so you have to also discard a card on top of binding this one. Yeah, I think see, DP had to get to 45k power. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to. I think this is actually more like Rivier, uh, post getting nerfed. <laughs> oh yeah, that, no, that's that's probably a fair comparison, yeah. Yeah, I don't like, know. You discard, well actually you have to bind and discard a card, but like, Rivier mm -hmm. kind of gives you your plus back. Yep. Or This no, one just covers part does. Of the loss. Yeah. I'm kind of not into this card, honestly. Yeah. I'd probably don't worry, do it this will game. be a continuous trend of what year is this when we what? look at Drake. Uh, Narukami support. 
what's funny is when I first saw this card, I'm like, whoa, it's a restander. That's kind of cool. Then the more, every time, like, you think more about it, you're like, wait, no. Hold on, go back. <laughs> Hold on. I, did, I didn't want to be here. <laughs> Unless there's, like, some, like, really good outside benefit for, like, what you're doing for this. Because it's really, basically, this reads, um, restand your Vanguard and give front row to plus 10k, essentially. Yeah, so but... unless, like, those also, like, are just really strong benefits or synergies with your deck, it might not be, like, that much. Yeah. Well, that, that's something like, we'll at least for, like, the... At least for, like, Rivier, every mm -hmm. time she rerode, she would, like, trigger the effects of her rearguards. So it was, yeah. like, it compounded like that, but yeah. does that apply to Narukami? No, we'll see that with upcoming cards, but, like, okay. you are going to have to dedicate a good portion of your deck to cards that bind this motherfucker. Well, I mean, cards that get benefit from him doing what he wants to do. I mean, nope. you can, you can like, be even on it, is basically yeah. uh, the trade-off. Okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, we should probably move right along. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to talking about Fulbronto for sure. <laughs> I, I just All right, so I back to interesting cards. I believe that's the last VR. We're going on to a triple yeah. R's now. Yep. I uh, guess. So, so back first. to interesting cards. Oh, the good, the, the good triple R. <laughs> so um, first triple R is going to be for uh, Angel Feather, and then it's going to be the return of Holy Seraph Noxio, which I'm upset is not a grade four, but going on. Um, <clears throat> so what it is is a grade three 12k tech gift. Uh, it has two skills. Uh, first one, auto, vanguard, rearguard circle. When placed, cost, so last one. Search your deck for up to one card with Nokiel in its card name. Put it into your damage zone and shuffle your deck. If you put a card into your damage zone, at the end of that turn, put a card from your damage zone on the bottom of your deck. Thanks, and limit break enabler. <laughs> and when and the second skill, auto, when it attacks, cost, so last one. If you have three or more face-up cards with Nokiel in their card names in your damage zone, Stand one of your rear guards. Uh, and if you have five or more face-up cards with no kill in their card names in your damage zone, stand two rear guards instead of one. Huh. There's well, the Angel the... Feather multi-attacker. So I guess oh, the question I... is, how easy Where... is it to get no seal into your damage zone? I have a question. <laughs> yeah? Where's the power? What? Where's the power it gives? Oh, did, they the pow did they forget to put that on there? Or? Oh, it's... Oh, it's, uh, don't it's some, worry. It's somewhere it's on... else. It's somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. So, go on. I interrupted you. Do you I, I mean, I, I, I should. Do you, should I explain that card, or because it's common, but it's pretty relevant to how this. Oh yeah. Goes. No. Go ahead and explain that now. Then yeah. So there's this a uh, grade zero called Happy Bell Nokio, which is the original stand trigger for Nokio. Um. It's a grade zero. Yeah. Yep. It's a grade, it's zero. A grade zero. Okay. So it's what it does zero. is it has a continuous effect on damage zone in damage zone. During your turn, if you have a Vanguard with Nokiel on its card name, all of your front row units get plus 5k power. Wait a second. So you have to play some random grade 0 in your deck that you're just going to shove in damage zone at any opportunity to give your power... That's yes. actually hilarious. That's a funny <laughs> mini game, honestly. No, it, it's like, playing this deck is so fun because it's like solving a puzzle. How do I enable this turn pretty much that's actually like, really fun this, how do i shove as many no seals as i can into my damage zone like unlike gabriel this is probably the most fun deck angel feather deck i've played in standard um, that's cool actually <laughs> yeah. but yeah so uh pretty, pretty much the first skill is like it's soul black uh so on ride or on call soul plus one put a no kill into the damage zone really important part about this is that you don't take a card out right away 
So this will lose you the game if you use it on five damage. But the thing is, is it guarantees you Enochial in your damage zone. Wait, and it does? Oh, because end of turn it gets yeah, rid of the card. Yeah. yeah. But this does oh. some interesting. This does some interesting things because um, number one, you can guarantee Enochial into your damage zone with this. Number two, um, number uh, number two, it forces you to a higher damage. So for for example, this card starts going at three damage because you need three face up no seals for before it can start doing restanding shenanigans. This card can force you to three from two if your opponent's trying to damage deny you. Um, in addition to that, I've even, like, at three damage, I've even played two of these before to force myself to five to get the double restand. That's um, sick. Yeah. And, and, you, when you, and I assume you're always throwing that grade zero in your damage. Yes. And <laughs> you, you throw those two grade zeros into your damage already, but then it's like you don't have to heal, you don't have to put those back in your deck. You can put something else back in your deck. So if you have so many like grade twos or the other grade threes in your deck, um, so yeah, this card just allows for some crazy shenanigans to happen. Plus the grade zero already allows for, like I, I've done it where I've gotten all four into the damage zone before, and it's like not terribly inconsistent to do that. Most likely you have two to three, but having when you get all four plus twenty grade to your front row, and this thing doesn't have to restand just no kills. So there's this card uh, called Hygienus Angel that gets that it's a 7k grade two, but gets plus 5k for each card in your damage zone. Mm, so it's gonna I've had, I've I've had a it. turn where I had um, four Nokials, uh, first grade three turn by the way. I had four Nokials in my damage zone. I holy seraph to get the five cards. Uh, I had two Hygienus Angels out, um, so they were hitting like what like upwards of. Uh, like 60k ish, whatever double restand. <laughs> Plus, uh, I also originally wrote onto the double R no kill, which we'll get to later. But yeah, this card, big thing about this, lots of soul cost. But we actually got some decent cards to help build soul in this set. Um, and honestly, Lesser Siren is not awful because it gives two units plus 5k. You just give it to your restanding units. Um, so yeah, it's surprisingly solid. A little bit inconsistent, but it's much more consistent than you would initially think. And just to clarify, a Happy Bell no Nokiel, would, it does not work when face down. Yes, but uh, for Nokiel, you want to you want to play pretty much only cards that go neutral on Counter Blast. I so see. you never have a face down card, and you don't need mm -hmm. to play any card that fits a face down. Got it. Okay, let's move right along. Uh, so next one is Black Arquarius Joffkeel. So this is a grade two, uh, grade two nine k, um, and has one skill. It's auto or vanguard or rearguard circle. One place costs counter boss one, and this unit gets plus three k until end of turn. Uh, then return a card from your damage zone to your hand, and if you return a card, uh, deal one damage to your vanguard. This ability may only be used by a card with the same card name once. Uh, once a turn, and you will so, see that text a lot. <laughs> I have a question, and you might not have the answer to this question, but oh, I just want to know, why is the power attached to the one hard once per turn effect? I mean, I was the one who kind of brought this question up in the yeah, chat anyway. Why? And it's like, yeah, that's, um, okay, so first things first about this card, the effect to pretty much add a card to your hand and then take a damage is actually, like, pretty good. Um, it's... Essentially, because essentially what you're doing is you're, and I forgot to mention this during nope, during Gabriel, but you're essentially doing a drive check just out of order. But the drive check you get, the, the part where you add it to your hand, is I would argue slightly better than a draw one because mm -hmm. uh, you have a choice essentially of what to choose. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So most of the times, I'd argue it's better than draw one. So this is essentially like perform a drive check. Uh, essentially, it lacks the, the good the good timing of a drive check, but your draw is going to be kind of better. And it, because it happens during the main phase, it lets you continue to make plays uh, on top of that. Uh, so this card here. is like the, and this is just like a really good um, way to get cards out of your damage zone and get some kind of advantage off of it. And guess what? They're letting Angel Feather actually plus the hand now, which actually I never know, happened right? until this set. Um, wow, is that allowed? Uh, or, or like a true plus, and it's two hand. Uh, it's this is the first set that they actually let Angel Feather do that. It was always mm -hmm. plus the board or go neutral. Um, I see. But um, but the three K power is like where I am like baffled by that. <laughs> it's like why? Because <laughs> Angel Feather doesn't even like. Okay, um, I understand it's supposed to be used with like Gabriel's plus ten K. But yeah, so it'd be twenty two. Like, really small especially for a deck that doesn't like get a lot of crazy power boosts so this card even though you really want to call this card because its effect is great for like the swapping part or getting the card out of your damage you know you don't want to ever attack with this card because this card is like your worst attacker by mm -hmm. decent margin like writing this like you can't even really solo attack a um a uh it can't solo attack a force vanguard in like this modern day that's like True. really bad, but yeah. this card does facilitate plays because it get it can get you new plays from your damage zone. So this card might like end up being a staple in the future. So if because uh, this effect is like other effect is really good, but like the power just really holds it back in Gavril, I think. Okay. Mm. Alrighty, so I believe Angel Feather is one more. Uh yes. Uh just. Black, okay, the last one is Black Call Cure. It's the uh, Grade 3 uh, Searcher, Checker, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's um, different part is Continuous, Vanguard, Rearguard Circle. During your turn, if a new card was put into any player's damage zone this turn, this unit gets plus 5k. In other words, it eternally has 5k. Sick. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, of course, but this card, of course, the 5k becomes more relevant because of a, a certain double R. I see. Mm. Which we will get to soon, TM. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. So, Gold Paladin. <laughs> so, the interesting Gold Paladin card is Oath Liberator Aglavale. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, I have nightmares of this thing from uh, Legion Era, but well, that's a different story. So, it has an auto on Vanguard Circle only as a grade two. When placed, counter bust one, look at the top three cards of your deck. Call up to one card from among them to rearguard circle and put the rest at the bottom of your deck in any order. So, you know, it's normal gold paladin things, but only on Vanguard. Which and then on rearguard, when it attacks, you can put another rearguard into soul, and then you're going to get plus 10,000 until the end of that battle. And at the end of the battle, return this unit to hand. It's actually mm. kind of a neat effect for gold paladin, because yeah. uh, if you look at Gurguit, it calls two guys, so this makes mm -hmm. two slots for you to call things in. <laughs> yeah, and Gurguit costs soul, doesn't he? He does. He does need some soul. The synergy. Oh, no, he yeah. doesn't need soul. He oh, kind he of lost ones. Hold on. Oh, my bad. I thought I, I was thinking of every other card that needed soul. <laughs> yeah. My apologies. To no, be fair, so, a lot of cards. I thought, I thought he needed soul, too, but there are, like, counterchargers that need soul, so this is still fine. Yeah, this is fine. I mean, what else do you do with that regard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, clears up two spots, gets 10k, leaves, you know, fucks right off. And you get to call mm -hmm. a new thing in this place. With yeah. 10k, or with at least 5k, because you're on Gurguit, probably. Yeah. 
I want to question why this card doesn't work on Rearguard Circle, but it's probably to prevent Chain Calling off Gurgrit. Yeah, probably. I can vouch for that. There's an Angel Feather card where they like made it so you can't Chain Call off of it. I mean, there is a card that we'll talk about later that can like call this guy, mm. but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, I think Aglavale, just as printed, is pretty solid. It might not yeah. be good just because um, it might just not be enough on the regard side. The fact mm-hmm. that it really works, its first effect is only on Vanguard makes it a little bit kind of a, a more vanilla-esque card on rear. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm not, so I'm not they... confident that it'll make this cut, but I think it's like pretty mm-hmm. okay. I guess if they wanted to prevent chain calling, they could have also done Vanguard rear and just made it a hard once per turn. Yeah. Because, you know, that's kind of what the old uh, Liberate, like Legion Liberator deck did. It's just like call things repeatedly, eventually finding duplicates and pumping their Vanguard up enormously. So, I guess they didn't want that. But, uh, yeah. Any other comments on Aglavale? I will Sick say, art, as usual. Of course. I, I will say that I find it very interesting that it is a triple R and its boss is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I will keep... I will uh, mirror that sentiment. Because they don't want you playing that one. <laughs> uh, got it. <laughs> so the other gold paladin grade one is a uh, Dawning Knight Gor- uh, Gorbaduk. Uh, he is the grade three searcher, checker, what, what have you. And Vanguard uh, continuous on Vanguard Rearguard Circle. If you've called two or more Rearguard this turn, get power plus five thousand. So Literally it's gonna unite. It's, it's gonna get five k based on any relevant <laughs> turn of the game. Uh, yep. And uh, <laughs> that's that card. All right. So I'm going to tell you this. They legit called me a madman that I kept playing Artemis and <laughs> kept suffering through tournaments, getting only you third or second wrong. place. You were still wrong. <laughs> I want you to know. They told, me, they told me I would never, ever see Divine Gage again. And yet here comes Cosmic Regalia, CEO Yggdrasil. I mean, Divine Gage really translates to Regalia in Japanese, doesn't it? Uh, no. No, wait, they um, called it? They called it Divine divine Raiment dress- or something like that. Divine Dress, which is essentially Regalia in Japanese. Is it? Because, um... A regalia Japan- is a divine clothing. Yeah. We'll, th- we'll argue that later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll argue that in DMs. Um, it has a continuous Vanguard rearguard circle. All of your rearguards with a divine gauge get boost. Then, if this unit is on Vanguard circle, and it is your opponent's turn... Those rear guards cannot be affected by anything of your opponent's cards. Uh. Um, then act on Vanguard Rearguard Circle once per turn. Counterblast one. Search your deck for up to one Regalia of Fate Norn. Call it to Rearguard and shuffle your deck. Choose up to two of your rear guards and put up to one card from. I mean, um, what? Uh, ah. Put up to one card each from your soul face down as a divine gauge for each of those units. First of all, I'm so happy because I used I like back when I was playing Artemis, you know, I I would see Blade Master and just be like, oh, I scoop, I guess, because Field Nuke just ruins everything. But this just tells Narukami and Gridora and Link Joker and Blade Master to go fuck themselves, and I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Cannot be affected even... by anything of your opponent's cards. Is that the actual text? That is the legitimate text that I'm looking at right here on the wiki. Yeah. But that is does it, busted. Does anyone who can read Japanese want to tell us what that actually says? Or is that too much to ask right now? I don't think I've ever had a card that had, that had like an effect like this before, so anything's possible. I would assume this to mean that you also can't hit it. Because um, why else would no, you no, no, no. it I think that it's, way? Cannot be affected by anything of your opponent's cards. No, no, they would say or attacked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it would like it can't be affected. I assume they, their intention here is that they can't be affected by card abilities. Oh, like yeah. mind or retire. That makes sense. Then you would, uh, yeah, you would write. We've had that wording before, so I just assume the wiki is being dumb again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So basically, I believe unless, unless, unless it's not affected by anything, including battle. Well, that's not a, a card effect, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't kind refer to a card effect. It just says affected. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you don't. But I think the intention here is that it makes them immune to uh, a, a, your opponent's card effects. <laughs> yeah, we can argue this later in DMs. So first of all, I would like to shout out to the Genesis folks in Proof Court. Um, because you guys actually um, really made a really cool deck list um, involving Himiko, and you basically made Himiko amazing. Um, so thank you guys for showing me that. Um, I don't want to like out you guys' names or anything because I'm not sure if you guys are comfortable with that, but you know who you are. Um, yeah, this Himiko card is, in 2020. Yeah, this card is actually amazing in Himiko. It is like, and we'll talk about it when we get to Norn. But God, oh my. God. God, this card is good. Um, in Finrear, it works. Um, I don't recommend it. Like, it works, but, like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, and an all-divine gauge deck is fine. It's not, like, the best. It's not the worst. It's just there. So. Mm -hmm. Alright. Yeah, but I, yeah I, have, I have, like, almost no opinion on this card, because I'm like, yep, this is divine gauge again for some reason. <laughs> That was literally my thought. So. Um, <laughs> wait, let me go to the other triple R real quick. Mm -hmm. Alright, so, then we have Unappeasable Biter Gleipnir. Or Gleipnir. 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 Biter? Whatever. <laughs> Look, man, I don't make up these cards. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was called originally, too, so... Didn't even I blame Bushiroad SEA or something. I, I was just as confused. I was offended. <laughs> Alright. Um, auto, Vanguard, Rearguard Circle. When placed, cost Counterblast 1, Soul Charge 1, choose a card from your soul and return it to your hand. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Auto, Rearguard Circle. When it attacks, cost Soul Blast 1, and this unit gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. Premium fodder. <laughs> this does not say once per turn on it. Wait, it hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. And he gets to okay to one turn? Yeah, he came yeah. to Larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. Where have we heard this before? You think they learned? But how, do you, but how do you restand this in standard? No, you don't. <laughs> it's in premium. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but look. Uh, Multi-attack right, well, may have, but stand triggers it does not have. Maybe it'll uh, save Genesis from being a uh, LOL in premium. Who knows? Uh, Genesis? 
I, I will talk about this later, but Genesis and Premium is looking pretty spicy, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, we have Mythic Beast Soul. Um, I love his new art. He has the cutest fat little paws, and I'm so excited to play him. SP. Pretty chonky. Hmm. He's a pretty chonk. Um, continuous Vanguard Rearguard Circle. During your turn, if cards were Soul Blast for your cards cost this turn, this unit gives power plus 5,000. So rest all the in, time. Uh, rest in peace, Mihikari Hime. That's all I have to say about that. Um, auto Vanguard Rearguard Circle. When placed from hand, look at blah, 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 blah. The, the, the generic grade three searcher. It cards fine. It is very cute. And I cannot wait to play SP next to my SP bird. <laughs> <laughs> all that I know is... grade three searcher. Yeah. yeah, all I know is Pan of Nova is not getting played in my deck ever again. <laughs> that is all. Okay. Right. Now we have Eradicator Dragonic Descendant. Oh, boy. Mm. When this card would be written, so when you would ride this card, if your vanguard has Eradicator in its card name, it will be placed with all of that ab unit's abilities until end of turn, and then act vanguard rearguard once per turn, soul blast one, uh, find one of your opponent's front row rearguards, move something from back row to open front row. Uh, when if the attack does not hit, counterblast one, discard a card from hand, stand this unit, get drive minus one. You're riding this on top of Gauntlet Buster. Gauntlet Buster in 2020. I mean, I feel like this card is just like another Gauntlet. Like, you have to ride on top of Gauntlet Buster, which is actually miserable. Like, <laughs> if you haven't won the game, like, from already with Gauntlet Buster, I, don't, I just don't feel like you're getting anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but now you have a second Gauntlet Buster, but if your opponent has a PG, you can try again. If at first you don't succeed, please try again. This seems miserable, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> why Why is this card? Like, I think the card's, like, almost... There's a world in which this card is, like, almost okay. But, like, the fact that I have to ride on something to gain its skill and then, like, be kind of medium oh, anyway... Why? I don't understand. I just don't get it. A second grade three turn is like a year now in Vanguard. Oh, it's in eternity, yeah. 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 Like, whole... and there are like no particularly good grade twos that you want to ride from either. So this card is just a meme. Someone is going to win a tournament with it, and a bunch of people are going to feel justified playing Gauntlet Buster in 2020. Are there um, grade two so eradicators? <laughs> there are grade two eradicators, so you can gain their grade two skills, but yeah. it, a lot of them don't work on... Uh... Speaking of grade two eradicators, please end my existence. Eradicator, Plasma Catapult Dragon. Hey, plasma. Act, Vanguard Rearguard Circle, once per turn. <laughs> uh, you counter blast one, God. soul blast one. Choose one of your opponent's front row rearguards, bind it. Moves a back row to an open front row, and if it's on your rear guard, uh, on your vanguard circle, draw a card. What oh, fucking year is it? It's Berserk Dragon. <laughs> this card is so redundant. It's so redundant. But, but, it's so right, bad. If you ride, um, if you ride Draconic Descendant on this, he gains a skill, right? <laughs> Boy, you get to draw a card. Yeah, that's value. This card is somehow worse than Berserk Dragon. No, no, it's an act, you see. So you get to do it multiple times. 
Oh, yeah, Berserker, I can also gain 3k power. What does this card okay. have? Uh, it has that you can do it uh, twice for Counterblast 2 Soul Blast 2, which is like almost all your soul and probably all your Counterblast. <laughs> Why <laughs> is this card? Yeah, this card fucking exists. It's so bad. Like, couldn't it just gain, like, 5k or something? Was oh, that too God, much to ask? Too much. Yeah, to draw a card if it's on Vanguard Circle. You're not allowed, <laughs> You're not allowed to have nice things, Alvin. You know this. <laughs> like, I... Okay. But maybe they named this after you, because, you know, Plasma, Catapult. Maybe yeah, they were thinking about you when they made this card. Stop. Can our company have any good triple R's, or...? Brock Line Dragoon. So at the end of... The... 9k grade 2 at the end of the battle attack if your vanguard is specifically Dragonic Vanquisher, because this is how this deck has to work now, you can retire this unit, draw a card, bind a card from hand, bind one of your opponent's front row rear guards. What card would you want to bind with this? Probably full Bronto. Or you could bind Chatura or any of the other nonsense, but typically mm -hmm. full Bronto. Yep. Hmm. This card seems okay, actually. Yeah. It's kind of like, tiny, but you'll probably attack with it really early. Mm-hmm. Either right. that, or it's going to be, like, 24 with Excel 2 and one of the Vanquisher power buffs. Oh, yeah, you'll probably get the original Vanquisher power buff. That's true. I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. So, yeah. This and card also, exists. It does things. And also a fish for Vanquisher, with, uh, fish for full Bronto with that one draw. If you're really Oh, man, I would, be, I would be livid. If my, if my opponent just didn't have it and just drew it off that one card, I'd be like, come on, man. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. That's illegal. This card's, like, very free, so that's yeah. nice. It's very yeah. free. Um, doesn't seem like it's going to age well, though, because Dragonic Vanquisher specifies Dragonic it's okay. It's just every new support they print for Vanquisher is going to have a grade 3 that is also Dragonic Vanquisher. <laughs> All right, shall we observe the next card? Oh, yes. All right. We shall observe the next card. Um, so the next card is Black Observe Hamiel. So Angel Feather, uh, Grade 3, uh, 12k, Protect Gift. Um, two skills. Um, auto, Vanguard, Rearguard Circle. When placed, if you have a Vanguard with Black in its card name, hence we have a Black subclan now, um, cost, Karen Blast 1. Call a card from your damage zone to rearguard circle and deal one damage to your vanguard. This ability may only be used by a card with the same card name once a turn. That's reasonable. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is the part I think is the most reasonable to have this uh, clause on it. Yeah. Um, when it, and then auto rearguard circle when it attacks costs counterblast three. Until end of that battle, this unit gets plus 15k power and critical plus one, and your opponent cannot. Call Sentinels from his or her hand to to um, guard circle. And at end of the battle, put this unit into your soul. I get it. So you spend all your counterblast on this girl, and mm -hmm. then you activate Mobile Hospital. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I would like to point out though, I was talking about a certain play in the chat that we were doing, and I turned out that play doesn't work because I misread a card. So that uh -oh. the turn one Feather Palace doesn't work anymore, but um, or it shouldn't have worked because I misread the card is put anything but a grade 3 into soul, of course. It just had to be just that wording. Um, oh, of course, yeah. this card... Pretty much every time I play this card, it has overperformed in some way. Uh, this, <laughs> this card, card just seems good. 
It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just insane. It's like, this is the real star of the of the Gavrel deck. Gavrel is supposed to, like, help enable this card, but this card is, like, the real star of the deck, because this is essentially a Feather Palace effect, but slightly less power, but does more overall. You can do this earlier than Feather Palace without luck sacking. You can, um, you can, and, um, it goes into the soul, which, like, Gavrel is a deck you'll see that uses up a lot of soul, so that's, like, not bad at all either. We have a way to get it out of damage zone, so once we soul blast it, we can use it again the next turn. Um, and, yeah, uh, the first skill is just really good, being able to just um, call a card from your damage zone and then take a damage for that. You can even chain it into your other rescuers, so like you can chain it into Jothkill, and then Jothkill will knit you a card in your hand and another damage check, so that's two damage checks already um, during your turn. Right. And, like, this card also is just kind of like, you know, it, it makes the whole... Like, I mentioned how, like, you know, Nakir gets the plus 5k, which is, like, eh, it's whatever. But because this is no Sentinels, it matters a lot more for this card, having Nakir as a booster compared to other cards. Because um, you have to, um, you cannot, uh, you cannot Sentinel it. And it's really interesting, or it's fun just, you know, watching people as they drive check, you know, their crit sense or their drop PGs, and they just, that's just, like, one less card in their hand, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, the, the the thing that's most worrisome is that it actually costs like, the cost is Cameron Blast three to use, so it can kind of make it so that you know if your opponent wants to um if your opponent wants to um damage deny you it can get annoying if they damage deny you at two or one so you can't use his first turn. Um, I kind of sort of get around this by um I kind of sort of get around this by I tech in uh. Holy Seraph no heal and grade two no heal, which we'll get to uh, in a bit, so that I can force myself to three damage and use this card. I see. Um, mm. But I don't. But that engine has been. I haven't seen too many scenarios where I have to use that engine, but I haven't played against someone who like heavily damaged an enemy yet before, so I still need to test that out. Okay. Um, but yeah, like you play this card, you activate it, you attack with it. Um, it's gonna and like minimum, it's gonna be attacking for like 45k because of Gavriel's power boost plus its own power boost. You add in a booster, it's easily gonna attack for like you know 50, 60k or so on. And then if you get a single trigger off of the the um, trigger checks you can get, and at max in one turn you can get eight trigger checks in one turn. Um, even just like that single trigger is great. And especially if your opponents at four damage, you just put the power on the Hamil, put the crit on the Gavriel. You get one more trigger, you put more power on Zahamiel, and you put the crit on your other rearguard column, and it's like, you essentially have a force too, but you also have no central attack. Disgusting. Um, nice. Alright. Yeah, that's about it, and it's just really reusable, but damage and eye hurts. And also, it doesn't conflict with Feather Palace. It actually helps you get Feather Palace a turn earlier, because it goes into the soul. Mm-hmm. Nice. Alright. Uh, now, the second, uh, the other uh, double R, Love Sniper Nokiel. So this is um the grade three Nokiel um that everyone hated back in the day. Um so it was a uh, it's grade three 12k protect gift. Um two skills. First skill, act Vanguard Rearguard Circle once per turn, cost counter blast one, put the top card of your deck into your damage zone and return a card from your damage zone to your hand. Pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. nice plus. It's a little bit of anti-synergy with the deck, but it's fine because of the second skill. Um, auto Vanguard Circle. At the end of the battle, it attacked, cost Soul Blast one, and discard two cards from your hand. Write up to one card with Nokia in its card name from your hand as stand, and that unit gets minus one until end of that turn. 
This ability may only be used by a card with the same name, our name once a turn. So you can get six attacks with no kill. Six attacks with no kills. And they're gonna and chances are your rear guards are gonna be big. If you manage to set it up. That's sick. That's yes. beautiful. Like I said, the first part of the skill has a little bit of anti-synergy, because you don't control what card you put into your damage zone. So it's like, if you have like a full damage zone of no kill, it's very risky to use it without a way to swap it back in. But mm-hmm. like, it's still good. It's still a nice plus. And if you are not don't have a full damage of no kill, it just helps you out a lot. Um, but that second skill is like, whoa. Um, it's just really good. I mean, you can even op- you can even like opt to go protect two if you really just want to finish the game. Because then you'll, 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 you'll ride onto this, get, <laughs> ride this, go protect two, then rewrite onto Holy Seraph, get another protect two. Um, Sounds like a good time. Kind of cool. Yeah. I now see why the NoCL engine has like some weird way to get power. It yeah. makes a lot more sense in the context of uh, how the Great Threes work together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only downside I've had, or what I've noticed from like just playing Nokiel, is the uh, Probably the biggest consistency hit is not actually getting no kills in your damage zone. It's getting the both grade three no kills in your hand in time for first grade three turn. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, also, I guess there's a sentinel crit, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's more relevant in protect decks than most, but, you know, it exists. All right. Uh, it's, so... it's kind of relevant in Galbrail because I think the right play is either 12 crit or 16 crit. Hot. So it's like pretty well. I had the most successful four. I had the most successful far with sixteen crit. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Alrighty. So, gold pound and double R's. The first one is a bluish flame liberator Percival. Uh, so he has a continuous on Vanguard Circle only, where all of your units in addition regard circles for power plus five thousand. So your Excel twos become Excel ones, but they also draw a card, I guess. Uh, or you can have plus fifteen K Excel circles. Whatever you want. Uh, he has an auto on Van Rear. When placed, if you have a grade 3 or greater Vanguard, you can counterblast one, discard a card from your hand, you get an imaginary gift Excel, search your deck for a d- or drop zone for an Oath Liberator Aglavale, call it Rearguard Circle, and if you search your deck, shuffle your deck. This ability may only be used by card with the same name once per turn. So basically, you can call him to call an Aglavale, get an g- imaginary gift Excel, probably draw a card. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you can call that Aglavale that circle. I Pretty practice. sweet. Actually, I'm not sure. I've... Yeah, I assume you can. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a uh, pretty value. Um, you are, tra- you know, you basically turn any card in Aglavale, who then, mm-hmm. you know, can eat rear guards like a Percival. <laughs> yeah, I assume you just run this as your backup to Gurgrit. You could, yeah. Uh, I guess, I don't know, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what people are doing about that. I assume there's a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Gold Pound is no stranger to playing, like, you know, 13, 14 gray threes. So yep. I assume, like, you are you could even play, like, I don't know what people are doing, but you could play, there's so many options in Gold Paladin. There's so many good gray threes in Gold Paladin. Yeah. Like, so I think this is what they want you to do, is combine these. And, you know, that's yeah. kind of your deck, at least mm-hmm. what the set wants you to do. But, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see if anything cool comes up with Gold Paladin, because I think there's a, there's a lot of, Gold Paladin has a lot of good, uh, old good cards, but just that didn't have enough around them. Yeah, uh, the, this is a way of chain calling. If you, uh, uh no, because but... the uh, Aglavale only works on Vanguard Circle. Uh, no, you call this card with Gurgrit, and then oh, you call right. the Aglavale, so you can call three things. Good, good point. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm dumb. 
Yep, nope, that's true. So that's actually pretty good. So you start filling up a bunch of circles. And you get another Excel circle during the whole process. So you could actually mm-hmm. only have two open spots, activate Gurgwit, get called the Aglavale or Percival in another card. Well, I don't think that works because you'd have to finish resolving this skill first. Mm, why? Cause, oh, cause well, the Excel marker says when acquired, put this so... The way it works is you would get the the Excel gift into your hand, but then you wouldn't resolve it until oh, Percival was finished. Is that how it works? Yeah, I'm not you sure have if to. That's how it works. You have to. You have to finish resolving know, skills in progress before you activate other skills. Because hmm. oh, right. hmm, I'm not entirely sure if that's how it works, but it seems like a mistake if that's not how if that's how it works. A wording mistake. Because you would imagine you'd be able to put it on the gift circle immediately. I mean, you would think that, but, like, the standard has always been, like, you resolve skills one at a time, and I would assume acquiring the circle would be considered resolving the skill, because it is a skill printed on the actual Excel marker. Is is it a skill? Or is it, like, a game state thing? I mean, I believe... I believe they consider triggers skills, so using that as a precedent, I would imagine that gifts are also considered skills. I don't know, maybe that might be like a game, a check the game state kind of thing, because I don't think you're allowed to have an Excel circle in your hand. Mm. Are we... I, think you're, I think you're thinking of CFA, because that happens in CFA. Yeah, that's, that's think... kind of was my yeah. thought. I, I think circles just immediately go into play in actual mm. gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will look more of that, but I believe it's. I feel like it should just go directly in. But uh, we'll, I'll I'll look that up, and uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will correct us. Yeah, I, someone will say one way or another. But like, I think you've been playing too much CFA. I haven't touched CFA in a while. I've been busy. <laughs> you just played too much CFA in your lifetime. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but yeah. Anyhow, that is, I'll, that I'll is think, a good question of, like, how are gift markers considered skills? Because... <laughs> no, they're all um, continuous effects, aren't they? So it should go to, fit into effect immediately. Mm. Activating... I don't think activating in a, a, a gift marker is a... Activating a circle, specifically, is a skill. But it does have a skill on that circle where it's, like, a continuous. Wait, Atlas posted something. Hold up. Maybe that's an answer. Almost certainly not. No, it's oh, not. No. It, I posted it. Um, oh. This is for later. Okay. All right. So anyway, we'll we'll, we'll just continue on. Uh, we'll assume so, it works the way that's good. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so the next card is Knight of Springs Light Paramore. So it is a grade two 9K. Uh, an act on Van Rear. You can uh, counterblast one. Call a grade two or less from your hand to regard circle as a cost. What? And draw a card. What? So an act. Counterblast one. Call a grade two or less from your hand to regard circle. That's the cost. I feel like that has been a thing before in, like, Shadow Paladin. That's absolutely bizarre. I mean, to be fair, it can't be more bizarre than Gancelot Saver having countercharging as a cost. Hey, man. <laughs> and then uh, an auto regard uh, guard circle. When placed by card's ability, this unit gets power plus 5,000, shield plus 5,000. So if you call it off yeah. its defensive ability, it can become a 10k guard instead of a 5k. Pretty neat. Neat. Yeah. Seems what a bizarre solid. card. Yeah. 
And yes, Maka also had calling a grade one or less card from hand to rear guard as part of her cost. Absolutely wacky. Funny. <laughs> Absolutely wacky. Yeah. This card is basically just a gold paladin equivalent of Maka looking at it. So I the uh the kind of the design of this deck wants you to play uh per a Percival because the next card is Sunshine Knight Jeffrey, who is a grade one eight K. Uh when placed on Vanguard Circle only, you look at top seven of your deck for a either a uh, Sunray Sunrise Ray Knight Gurguit or a Knight of Springs Light Paramore from among them, put it in your hand and shuffle your deck. And on rear guard and guard circle, it has the same second effect of when it's placed by card's ability, this unit gets power plus five thousand or shield plus five thousand till end of turn. Bit more significant here since grade ones are 10k. 15k shield is insane. Mm-hmm. So, that's actually quite big. And digging seven for you know one of two cards is pretty nice if you ride it. But yeah, uh, I'm, I don't know if again I don't know if these cards make the cut. They seem a little on the weaker side I think overall. Um, They're very because, vanilla. Yeah, like even you have to call them from effect for them to get. 5k power so they're 13 they're 14 13 respectively mm -hmm. and then you know they're not really go doing anything post that so I mean, yeah i'm not sure and the last uh gold paladin double r is a scarface lion which is a sentinel crit any other comments on the gold paladin cards they all look solid yeah they're yeah. fine yeah they're fine mm -hmm. all right back to you chris all right so we're actually about to have a very um, interesting time here talking about my boy Vanergander, who, uh, I'm not going to lie, I uh, I did not expect this at all, um, <laughs> at, least the, at least the way this was done. So, um, auto, Vanguard, Rearguard, Circle. When place, cause Soul Blast 1, choose one of your opponent's rearguards and retire it. If this unit is on Vanguard Circle... Choose all of your opponent's rear guards instead of one rear guard. Okay. Auto okay. rear guard circle. At the end of the battle, it attacked the vanguard. Skill. I mean, sorry, cost. Put this unit into your soul. Look at three cards from the top of your deck. Put one card from among them on the top of your deck. Put one card from among them on the bottom of your deck. And put the rest into your soul. I mean, it gets out of the way for whatever you would call with... Uh... Ben Rear. I'm going to be real. On the one hand, I really like this as a rear guard. I really mm. like it as a rear guard because it pops something and then it, you know, it basically replaces its cost with itself and lets me look at the top card to my deck. Yeah. Which is nice. On the other Backing. hand, on the other hand, on Vanguard Circle, I really fucking hate this card. <laughs> I, I hate the shit out of this card. Yeah. I feel like this is something where, like, you would, you want something to re-ride this card in the battle phase, but Fenrir doesn't do that, so it's just like, hey, you could have a board wipe and just not ride a good Vanguard. Right? <laughs> and I'm just, and I'm I just mean, sitting like, here. <laughs> it's kind of like, at least nowadays, I'm not entirely sure, but is a board wipe enough? Because, like, back in Kyuga days, a board wipe was enough to just... And some games for some people, yeah. some decks. But so is that the question is how good is how like strong is that board wipe nowadays? That's the um, question. I will say this. Um, given that a lot of decks right now are either too vanguard centric to care, um, or they make their board disappear somehow, 
Um, what deck makes their board disappear? Pale Moon. No. No, not. I mean, um, Silver Grand Blue specifically. Grand Blue only. Yeah. What other decks make their board disappear? Because I know, I know, Lukier does it. Um, with uh, who's playing Lukier? Is that okay, as much as I love Lukier? Um, bro, I literally went to TCG player yesterday. And that card is still a fresh thirty-five dollars. Like, I, yeah, I feel like somebody. Yeah, Anguisher is still thirty fucking dollars. Oh, you mean the old one, the old Lukier? Yeah, the old one. Yeah, because it's out of print, obviously. Uh, That's also fair. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, so basically, either they're too vanguard centric to care. Um, or they like so they, they're not playing as many rear guards, um, or their rear guards don't really matter that much, um, or they're grand blue. What am I gonna do with with this? <laughs> and if that's the only card in my hand at that moment, that feels real bad. Um, so I'm almost forced to have to utilize another like grade three to mitigate that like the possibility of that happening. But that's mm. also cluttering up deck space. Um. Which is why in Fenrir, I actually prefer not even to run this card and just I, use um, Atrisil instead. I actually kind of agree because I was like thinking about it and like the the, the rear guard circle skill isn't even that good, honestly speaking. Yeah, in my opinion, it's not it's that. Good. whatever, yeah. It's like okay, it helps a bit, but like it's still a part. It's it's a minus, right? It's a hard minus unless you retire your opponent's card, which like you said, retire doesn't really matter. So retire one is like nothing in mm -hmm. versus most decks. But yeah. All right. Maybe one okay. as a tech for that occasional deck, but I don't know. Maybe. Now we have Regalia of Fate and Norn. This this card is sweet. Um, act Vanguard Rearguard Circle. Once per turn, counterblast one, draw a card, and choose one of your rearguards. Um, you may put a card from your soul face down as a divine gauge for that unit. If you put a card, soul charge two. Auto rearguard circle once per turn. At the end of the battle, it boosted a unit with regalia in its card name. Cost, discard a card from your hand and one of this unit's divine gauges. Stand the unit that was boosted, and that unit gets power plus 10,000, drive minus one until end of turn. That's a grade two? That's a grade two. Wait, what? End yeah. of the battle, yeah. it boosted a unit. Because the grade three Norn gives boost. Oh, not, right, right, right. I uh, Duke Purcell gives boost. I forgot. And you can just stand your vanguard. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. And <laughs> on top of that... Pretty cheap cost, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then on top of that, we're getting in that next... Um, I think it's like a... I think it's almost like a premium collection, but like for standards, so like a standard collection. We're getting Angelica. And that's a regalia. So, it sure uh, is. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. But it's not Minerva, which is sad. Yeah. I mean, we could get Minerva in that same set. We like, every uh, there are three cards. Yeah. And one of them's Angelica, so probably not. Damn. <sighs> Matt, why you gotta do this to me? <laughs> Watch them release Angelica as a promo. And it's like mandatory. Bruh. How dare you? <laughs> so, um, Dawson is card. Um, card is really good. Um, resetting the Vanguard is really important, but also, you can use this in Himiko to slap three criticals onto your grade three Yggdrasil, and then you can resand it with this. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Thanks, Proofcord. <laughs> Actually incredible. 
is actually gorgeous. And I tried it out, and I was like, you can do it like the first grade three turn, and it's just like, are you shitting me right now? That's pretty mean. I like it. <laughs> pretty mean. Yeah. You just, <laughs> I can just PG it though, right? Sure can. Good. Good. It's like Gauntlet Buster, but good. <laughs> pretty much. It's Without... like Gauntlet Buster if you could actually ride Descendant on your first grade 3 turn and have it do something. Now, I will say this, though. While it does enable grade 2 Artemis for the first time ever, um, this card almost makes grade 3... Um, well, not even makes it. More like... I think grade 3 Artemis just doesn't belong in this deck unless you're only playing Divine Gage. I mean, I don't think that card belongs in any deck, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it gives itself... Divine Gauge, which is kind of nice. Great. It's it's more board, but that's about it now. That's yeah. all it can do. It's like a vanilla 12k. Or yeah, 13k. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. It's pretty whatever. Yeah. Neat. Neat. Yeah. Neat. And then you have a, a Sentinel yeah. card as well, a Steak Fetter Thvidi. Yep, it is Steak Fetter Thvidi. Now, mind you. It says, talk to the hand. <laughs> now, mind you. I'm a person who likes to play every Genesis deck, and it just so happens I play the Iwanagahime deck. This is a plus 60, basically for free, that can all be right. easily PG'd at any time. That is <laughs> that is all. That is all I had to say about this card. All right. 73k columns, let's go. <laughs> Back to my never-ending disappointment, Lightning Whip <laughs> Eradicator Sui Hail. So, uh, if it's on an additional rearguard circle, it gets power plus 5k, cool. When placed, if you have a Vanguard with Eradicator in its name, that is significantly less cool. Discard a card, uh, bind one of your opponent's front row, draw a card. This would be right. fine if I didn't have to play Eradicators. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Alright. We also have Chain Bolt Dragoon. I really have nothing to say about Suhail. Uh, grade 1 AK. When Vanguard Circle only. When placed. Check top 7 for only Vanquisher. God, can't even find Rock Climb like the other Ride Chain Grade 1s. But can find any Vanquisher. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the nice thing. And then when bound from hand during your turn, you may call it to Rearguard Circle. So... A way to multi-attack with the uh, hand binding. The problem is, full Bronto only gives us power on play, so you'd rather play this card with the original Vanquisher, but, like, I kind of hate the design for Narukami for this set. They, it's like they can't decide if they want you to which Vanquisher they want you to play, but also they like... No, uh, man, they're giving you options. Maybe it's tier one pack. <laughs> Maybe it's tax for being tier 1 for quite a while. I mean, it is definitely the tier 1 tax. We also have Lightning of Triumphant Return Recif. Cool. Crit Sentinel. Okay, Angel Feather is still suffering from the tier 1 tax. <laughs> so I believe that's all the double R's. Uh, yep. So now if anyone has any um, bonus rares or commons, now would be the time. I have a lot of relevant, actually relevant ones. To the decks they are how many is a lot yeah okay. all the no seal uh, ones and there's one I, more no seal besides the grade zero i already mentioned it's uh, like it's like five or six but i can go over some of them are like really quick yeah. okay 
<laughs> okay, so, I'll make up for it by having nothing because all of Narukami is Eradicator said. support. So I also don't uh, think I didn't read them. First one that actually is very significant uh, for Nokio is the Grade Two Nokio Love Machine Gun Nokio. Uh, grade Two Nine K um, has one skill: Auto on Vanguard or Rearguard Circle when placed from hand. Costs Counter Blast One and Soul Blast One. Search your deck for up to one card with Nokio in its card name. Put it into your damage zone. Shuffle your deck. If you put a card into your damage zone, return a face-down card from your damage zone to your hand. This ability may only be used once per turn, or hard once per turn. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, mm. good. Easily helps you set up your um, your grade zero Nokios. Uh, removes a card from your uh, damage zone. Only picks face-down cards, which, like, honestly speaking, you're not going to really put anything that net counter blasts in this deck. So. You can just take whatever you want out, put whatever you want in. Lets you get consistency. Lets you enable you to get your grade threes on time. Just really good. Helps you set up your plays, so on and so forth. The only bad thing is it doesn't gain any power on its own. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Second uh, second card, uh, black mapping Solifield, rare. Uh, grade two, uh, grade two nine k. Uh, two skills, continuous on rearguard circle during your turn. If a new card was put into your damage zone this turn. This unit gets plus 10k power, which really helps in Gavriel because, like, Joff Kill gets you, like, no power. So this is, like, your second best attacker overall, unless you choose to, buy, unless you choose to run Hygienus Angel. Um, second skill is also relevant. Uh, when placed, uh, auto Vanguard Rearguard Circle, when placed, cost, Soul Blast 1, and heal a card from your damage zone. If you heal the card, deal a damage. So essentially, uh, on, on call or on ride, Soul Blast 1 rescue. So, like, this card is... um. What's interesting about this card is they finally gave, uh, or this card is a really simple counter charge essentially, which you add that on with like uh, Gavriel, and that's a that's a two counter charge engine you have there. You can do two counter charges a turn, which in the future this could be like pretty good, and even now it's kind of good with a uh, Hamil out. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, getting trigger helps you, um, you know, boost the Hamil. Helps you get cards in the damage zone that you want to take out. And um, the other significant thing about this is that if you get, like, play this card on, like, grade 2 turn, and then play, like, maybe a Kill, and you get, like, a single trigger off of it, off both those trigger checks, it's, like, it can get pretty scary, especially running 16 crit. Um, so, yeah. It's just, it's just uh, yeah, this card is just more a more uh, more consistency for getting triggers on grade 2 turn, which is going to really help with the rush game, possibly. I see. Um, cool. So now Black Closure Zofiel, also a rare um, on... Auto on Vanguard Circle, when it attack hits, draw a card. Not super relevant, but can be useful. Second skill, auto on Vanguard Circle, when placed, if you have a Vanguard with black in its card name, cost, discard a card from your hand, return a card from your damage zone to your hand, and then deal a damage. Uh, all, all the deal damage to yourself ones are hard ones for turns, by the way. Right. So this one is like, it's like probably the worst of the swappers, or the worst of the rescue ones by a bunt. Uh, by a bit because you have to discard a card from your hand. Not necessarily a bad thing because of one more card I'm going to talk about, but um, relevant thing about this also is like this is just another way to get triggers, and it's importantly it's another counter charge, another way to counter charge. So now between Gavriel, Solifield, and Zofiel, you can counter charge three in a single turn if you have all three of them. And most of the time you don't need that many, but like it's the extra redundancy that really helps, especially when getting Hami alive again after you used it once. Um, and then last card, Scaling Angel. Um, this is a uh, rare, grade 1, 8k. Auto Vanguard Circle, when placed, cost, discard a card from your hand, draw a card. Like, it's just a cycle. Not very good, not very bad. It's just okay. Um, and then uh, second skill, Auto Rearguard Circle, when placed, if your drop zone has a normal unit, cost, put a, 
put a face upgrade to or less card from your damage zone into your soul. Choose a normal unit from your drop zone and put it into your damage zone. So, pretty much recursion from your um, from your drop zone to your damage zone at pretty much no cost. Essentially, you net count, you net soul charge one, which is really important in both Gabriel and Nokia because they use a lot of soul. Um, and the other thing for this is um, particularly in Nokia, it, this actually fixes a big problem in Nokia where like you want to guard with your grade zero Nokia, but you also want it in damage. So now you can guard with your grade zero Nokia, then use this to put that into the damage because it's a grade zero normal unit. Value. Yes. And then you also get soul off of it too, so you can sustain your plays for more than one turn if you can't finish them off. Mm. Cool. And yeah, that's all. Seems sweet. Oh, and all just right. a, just um, and then just like a grade one 17k beater, but like that's um kind of relevant for rushing, but that's about it. Alrighty. All right. I have two to bring up that are actually extremely important. Okay. All right. Um, auto. When retired from guard circle, you may put this card into your. Wait, what card are we talking about? Hold oh, on. Oh, the crux of stratification. Okay. And then auto vanguard circle. When placed, cost soul blast one and reveal an astral poet or astral deity from your hand. Search your deck for up to one Arcturus of fervent will. Reveal it and put it into your hand and shuffle your deck. Arcturus of fervent will. Uh, fervent will is a grade two. That says, in soul, this card gets grade plus two. Um, auto, vanguard, rearguard circle. When placed, counterblast one and reveal an astral poet or astral deity from your hand. Get an imaginary gift force. Put that marker on your vanguard circle. And if the crux of shadowfication is in your soul, draw a card. Um, this basically just guarantees your ride all the way to your um, astral poet, which is beautiful. Um, so basically running like 12 grade threes doesn't feel as bad anymore. Mm -hmm. And you can get a force circle on grade two if you really want to. Yeah, they basically just said fuck Mutsuki and then <laughs> left her behind. So um, as long as you as long as you start with your uh, astral poet or astral deity in your hand, you're like good to go. Yeah. It's um, neat. It's pretty neat. And then yeah. there's one more card I want to talk about real quick. Um, where was it? It's the, it's the uh, new Genesis Witch. Um, fuck, where is it? <laughs> Is which, huh? which witch? White it, Rainbow Witch. White Rainbow Witch. Um, pirate, pirate through or pirate through, whatever. Um, uh. <laughs> act Vanguard Circle once per turn. This ability's cost is reduced by Soul Blast one for each rearguard with Sorcerer or Witch in its name you called this turn. What cost? Huh? What card is this? What cards is this talking about? Go on. Cost Soul Blast thirteen. Until end of turn, all of your units with Sorcerer or Witch in their card names get power plus 10,000. And this unit gets critical plus one. Um, what I cards are they talking about? Um, so they're basically talking about um, all the random like Witch and Sorcerer cards we got. So like um, Melissa, um, Cumin, um, the duo Hit that They're basically taking a bunch of calmness. disparate cards. This Persons. is like draft chaff. <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on. I didn't, dude, sorcerer doesn't even have a wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. This, this is the part where it gets interesting. Act Vanguard Circle once per turn. Count boss one, and return one of your rearguards with sorcerer or witch in his card name to your hand. This basically just gives you a ninth Melissa. <laughs> You're only you only care about this card because it's a meme. Yes. 
<laughs> not sure how relevant that is, uh, Chris. For someone who said it was a relevant card. Um, yeah, yeah, why I, is this card relevant again? This card does has like barely any support. I'm not even sure if you can get to use the ability. Um, because it enables the Melissa bullshit, which is really nice. Um, but, but is that relevant? Huh? But is that relevant? I, yeah. I, it, it's a turbo deck out card. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I see. Never mind. I understand completely. So your goal is to just try to deck out as many card things as possible. Yes. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> All right. To the spirit of the game. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Melissa's skill, it's like, um... It it's calls like last the card, right? your opponent looks at the same number of cards from top <laughs> of the deck as his as number of their rear guards and calls them to things with units and don't activate their skills. So this is okay. absolutely just a meme. I will say this. The grade one sentinel from Infidelity Cradle, so the ones that nobody plays, is also mm -hmm. a witch. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you have that going for you, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god. This is awful. Mm -hmm. Wait, 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 so I can just play Night Rose and you set up my drop zone for me? And there are, like, random PRs that work with witches some that are uh. witches or sorcerers or whatever. This is just, like, literally, how can we just use random cards in the deck? And this one supports Astral Poet, so it doesn't even... <laughs> I, hate... <laughs> I hate that you brought this card up. <laughs> Alright, everyone. With Who that... won the set? Yeah. Uh... Not Narukami. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Gold Paladins. Gold I think Paladin I think I'm pretty most... strong on Gold Paladin for it. I think Gold Paladin is the strongest on its face. The other two need testing to see how they turn out. Yeah. Like putting uh, other. I two. think Gold is Paladin is the strongest deck. Like to me, after reading through the set. It's definitely the most straightforward for sure. Yeah. Mm. And there's lots of ways to build it. There's lots of good old Gold Paladin cards to, like... Yeah. I know, I think it has a lot going for it. Angel Feather, hopefully, is, you know, maybe could be surprising somehow. But, uh... The way people talk about it, I haven't been... Uh, Enthused. As excited, I suppose. I mean, yeah. well, first of all, we have to figure out which Angel Feather builds. <laughs> right, right. And that's kind of the problem, because it's really not straightforward, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be Gabriel or is it no kill because no kill is actually like can be pretty scary. Uh, yeah, I know sure. I know people mess a lot with no kill as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let me know how the testing goes. I'm quite interested. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I mean, I'm three one versus Ashes decks right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how, and uh, what do you think, Chris? Who won? So I will say this: I think Gold Paladin won by okay. far. Um, okay. But that being said. Um, the boost that Genesis got for Astro Poets was very, very significant. Um, Fenrir is, I'm not going to lie, it's a little underwhelming in the sense that it does multi-attack and it does toolbox. Um, but my larger problem is that it just doesn't have enough stuff to support its playstyle yet. Because it's um, all taken up by, like, Astro Poets and yeah. Regalia. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like, just another archetype in your deck, which is kind of lame, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think the next set, though, the way to kind of make Fenrir better is to add more cards along the lines of, like, Chamomile that, like, Superior call themselves, um, mm. just so that you can get more multi-attacks that way. 
Print Wiseman, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very dangerous way to go with how the game currently is, though. Why is that? Adding just, like, more multi-attacks. Early multi-attacks, I've got it. Make it hard ones for turn it. <laughs> I guess, but... Think the, there's issues with the meta right now that uh, are being unaddressed. I mean, I don't think they're being... Sorry, can we, like, wrap this up? I need to go take care of something. Okay. So, uh, with that being said, I think that's going to wrap up our set review. Uh, if you enjoy our content, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, you can find me, uh, Matt, at Wiggums, 2Gs, 2Zs. And uh, where can they find you all? Um, you can find me um, on Twitter at um, Silver Chariot, um, capital S, capital C, um, capital um, VII underscore. Uh, you can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And, and I, I don't exist on the internet. And you can find this podcast at Nexus at Night. And you can find uh, Atlas's other podcast at Bad Reading Pod. And uh, thank you all for joining us on this adventure through, uh, what is this set called again? Divine Lightning Radiance. <laughs> and we will see you all next week. <laughs>